I'm not going to start with the uh, the WWE start today, but for anyone listening that did enjoy the WWE start, if I, if I get enough requests, I'll uh, I'll start with that next time. This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of the Founders Journal. Today we talk about learning and how you set up your work life to learn best. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I'll see you at the end. All right. What were you up to today? How's it going? It's Tuesday, May 5th. What's up? Just finished my last meeting of the day. Had a, an hour-long conversation with Samir, our head of content, which was a really good conversation. But you know what I was just thinking to myself is it was a very selfish conversation for me. And what I mean by that is I don't think necessarily it, it did anything for Samir in accomplishing the goals he has as the head of content of Morning Brew. Um, but instead, you know, he spent an hour being like a really good sounding board for me in talking through what Morning Brew's educational product is going to look like a year and two years from now. And I think this conversation solidified for me just how important it is for me to interact with other people to learn. And I even had this remark for Samir at the end of the conversation where I said, you know, like I apologize for using an hour of your time because I, I don't know how much it did for you, but it was incredibly insightful for me and it helped me think more clearly about what the future of Morning Brew's education product looks like. And he he kind of unprompted said, you know, let me ask you a question. When you went to college, did you go to your classes? And I was like, yeah, I went to I went to all of my classes. And he was like, that's the type of learner you are. You're clearly someone who is a discussion-based learner, someone who's probably visual in their learning. And if you're visual, you probably also learn through talking. And he's like, there are a lot of people that aren't like you or me who decided not to go to college classes, would stay home in their dorm because they thought classes were stupid. They would read the textbooks. If they needed to, they would pick out a few of the pre-recorded lectures and that'd be how they learn. And so, you know, knowing the type of learner you are is so important. And I think it's I think it's really good, right, that I know what type of learner I am. I know that I need discussion. I know that I need to see things. But what I've realized that it's actually, it's way harder to be that type of learner in a professional environment because I can't rely on other people to learn every day of the week. I would simply just suck up everyone else's time and be incredibly selfish asking people for their time. Do you think that this idea has any impact on how you look at the education product that we're creating? That's a great question. I I didn't think about that, but I think it's a good question because I think that we're going to clearly have students that take our courses that are kind of on both sides of the aisle. And perhaps what it means is like, you know, there isn't one educational experience for everyone. And so maybe it, it dictates how we think about the success of a course. Maybe the right way to think about the success of the course is, you know, not looking at the number of people that joined every live recording, because maybe certain people, they learn better by watching the recorded session afterwards and working through it themselves. And so I think maybe it doesn't change course design because I think you're going to end up designing a course for both types of learners. But I think the way you evaluate the success of the course has to take that into account. And, you know, one thing I do want to share is like kind of the way that I've set up in my head, how I want to continue to learn, but also be respectful of people's times. And so the way I break it up is basically into two buckets. I know that I'm going to have to work through ideas and thoughts myself, 
but in a style that's conducive to my way of learning. And so I would say this is the more uncomfortable way of learning for me because I prefer to talk to people and talk through things, but that's not always possible. For me, that means writing out notes, almost in like a story-like form, kind of being the writer of my own novel where there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. And I am playing every character in the story, basically taking my inner dialogue that is hard for me to do everything in my head and bringing it to life and making it visual. And so, you know, the way I see it manifesting itself for the educational product is basically, you know, starting with Morning Brew thinks that we should be getting into education because we have an intellectually curious audience and we want to have a direct relationship with our consumer. That's the beginning. The end is Morning Brew is going to create a collection of premium courses that give the modern business leader, the skills that they need to be the best version of their themselves in their career. Now there's this whole gap in the middle and that middle is going to be a lot of questions we ask of ourselves. Do we create the courses? Do we partner with instructors? Do we handle customer service? All of these things. I'm going to play both the question asker and the question answer. So that's one part of my plan to work through ideas. The second is working through ideas with a number of people. So I don't overuse or misuse any one person's time. Meaning I'm not just going to have conversations about our educational product with Samir because I'm not going to take up 10 hours of Samir's week, but I want to spend 10 hours a week thinking about this product. And so for me, that's been working with a few people within the context of Morning Brew. So working with Samir a few hours a week and with Austin, my co-founder, a few hours a week, uh, talking through what the future of our educational product looks like. But what that also means is talking to people outside the company Actually, a few of these people are just like digital friends on Twitter. They're people who have been steeped in online education for the last four or five years. So they know a hell of a lot more than me. And they're just gracious with their time because they're obsessed with what education looks like. So between these four people, I also feel like I have a balance of picking their brains, having discussions with them, them pushing me to think harder about education, but not overusing any one person's time. And so that's my game plan for being a professional, but also still flexing the way that I learn and the way that I learn best. Do you think you're getting enough diversity of thought into this process? I'd like to think so. I think if I was just talking to any one person, I wouldn't be getting enough diversity of thought. Um, you know, it's also why I wanted to make sure I talk to people who know a lot about education, but also don't know a lot. Because even when I reflect on the early days of Morning Brew and us building this, I think if we only asked people who had spent 10 years in media how we should build a media company, Morning Brew would look entirely different today. And so I do think it's the right balance of, you know, talking to Austin. Uh, who has n no more experience than I do in education, but is just a really you know deep and analytical thinker. Talking to Samir, who has a very content-heavy mindset, but also has more experience just thinking about the future of education. And then talking to two people that don't know one another on Twitter, who both have a lot of experience in education. One creating his own course and teaching a product management course. The other who has built courses for course creators. I, I do think I'm getting a, enough diversity of experience and perspective. Obviously, I'd always love more, but I think at some point, the marginal benefit of talking to more people isn't worth it. I think the most important thing for any professional is, first of all, know the way in which you learn. And there's a whole spectrum, but I think the, the best place to start is, you know, the two general buckets. Are you a visual learner, auditory learner, someone who learns through discussion with others? 
uh, or are you a subconscious learner, someone who is really good at honing your own subconscious and having conversations with yourself versus discussion with others. So for myself, I've learned that, you know, I'm the former, I need discussion with other people, I need visual cues. The second part of this becomes in your own professional career, how do you construct your way of working in a way that that is most conducive to your way of learning. And so I've figured out a game plan for doing that. If you ever want to talk about how you work and how you learn, I'm always down to do so. You can always shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll catch you tomorrow. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.